I once bought a really cool and interesting sink from an old factory in England that burned down in the 20th century. This sink was an absolute dream. I bought it for 50 euros and sold it to a man who 10 years earlier had already bought the matching toilet. I also love buying secondhand clothes, especially when they are designer pieces that have a history and come from another era. Secondhand shopping is wonderful fun and visiting a fair is also a great way to meet people. Furniture has a history. Those pieces aren't silent. They tell a story and have marks and scratches and I think that's what I love about it. Should we always buy the latest item fresh off the production line? It seems that today across Europe the answer is increasingly no. You just heard Jules from Germany explaining that buying second-hand goods is not only about being more sustainable or saving money, it's also about the charm of pre-loved objects. Objects with a history, objects that have lived a previous life. So, with more meaningful and sustainable consumption on trend, today we're going to talk about second-hand shopping. If we want to achieve climate neutrality by 2050 and preserve our natural environment, we need to follow regenerative growth model. This is why the EU institutions are working on a plan for a circular economy, which should enable us to keep our consumption of resources within sustainable limits and reduce our consumer footprint. The idea is to double our use of circular materials over the next decade. This means that all of us, consumers and industry alike, must make efforts to reduce our waste and extend the life of the resources we use. This is a challenge, but it is estimated that applying the principles of the circular economy across the EU could increase growth by an additional half a percent by 2030 and create around 700,000 new jobs. It's all about giving goods a second life by making it easier to trade them or sell them. The fashion industry is perfectly placed to lead the field in this regard. As we learned in a previous episode, this industry has seen an exponential growth in waste due to the advent of fast fashion. More than half the clothes produced end up in the bin. According to the European Commission, only 12% of clothes enjoy a second life. Even most of the items that do not wear out quickly, owing to their poor quality, end up being shredded or incinerated. Some companies like Victoria's Secret actually have a strict policy of destroying every perfect item that gets returned to them. Why? To make sure no one can possibly find a usable garment in the trash. While this is not only sad but totally outmoded, there is some good news. Studies show that the number of people buying second-hand products has doubled in the last years. My colleagues in Poland talked to Patricia, a regular in second-hand shopping. The truth is, second-hand shopping is now downright fashionable. And it's cool that people are becoming more and more aware about the environment. They also notice that they have some money left in their pockets when they buy used things. And they are certainly not ashamed of it. In fact, now it's probably quite trendy to buy from a second-hand store. And when there are deliveries, you can actually find queues in front of these stores because immediately after a delivery is when you can really find nice things. Experts estimate that the second-hand market could reach a turnover of 40 billion euros. We already know of companies that make a living from trading in second-hand items and internet platforms advertising second-hand goods are booming. Most customers cite sustainability as the main reason for buying second-hand, but money savings come in a close second. 
and Patricia even offers a third reason. Od jakiegoś czasu kupuję rzeczy używane tylko w Lumpeksie. For some time now, I have only been buying used items in second-hand shops. There are several reasons for this. First of all, it is cheaper. Indeed, depending on the city you live in, and when you go to the store, you may be able to pick up clothes for just a few slotties. Secondly, the quality of some of these clothes is definitely better than the clothes that can be found in chain stores, and they are very good good value. Thirdly, buying things in second-hand stores is more ecological. It is not longer a secret that the clothing industry, like the fuel industry, generates a huge amount of waste and a lot of water is also used to produce clothes. So when we buy second-hand things, we are taking care of the environment. It is amazing that in second-hand stores you can find not only clothes for adults and children, but also homewares. You can buy equipment, you can also buy children's toys. In fact, if you're very determined, you could decorate your home with second-hand things alone, because the truth is that not only can you buy things in second-hand stores, you can also search for these items online. And the really cool thing is that there are now lots of social media groups and apps where you can buy used stuff. So there are plenty of options. So what does Europe have in mind to stimulate the second-hand sector and support our industries in changing how they operate? In 2020, the EU published a Circular Economy Action Plan, a strategy that aims to boost sustainable European brands and develop new business models, and not just in the fashion sector. New laws will come into force in 2025, but what will they be? First of all, the EU wants to raise the quality of the products put to market so that these goods have great circular potential and are therefore more sustainable. At face value, they may be more expensive for the consumer, but pay more to pay less, as my grandmother used to say, not to mention the environmental cost savings. The EU also wants to ensure that products can be easily recycled and do not contain hazardous chemicals. Hence, why the European Commission is holding discussions with various stakeholders with a view of drafting a new law on eco-design and introducing a new framework for sustainable products. Eva Stepnowska, founder of Body Maps, a Polish company that produces bikinis from recycled fabrics, is walking the talk as she tells my colleagues at Polski Radio. Tak naprawdę ten pomysł zrodził się najpierw z produktu, a później robiliśmy research dotyczący tego, jak można go wykonać i jakie są najbardziej ekologiczne jakby metody produkcji. The product was the starting point and then we looked into what it could be made of and the most ecological production methods. We came across econil or recycled fiber, yarn that is actually made from fishing nets fished out of the ocean and carpet runners, among other things. Such fibers have been used to create polyamide woven fabrics for bathing suits. The moment I found out that this was a possibility and that we had access to a distributor who could supply these fabrics, I knew that this should be our focus. And I must admit that when we started using Aconil some five or six years ago now, awareness of ecology in fashion was not what it is now. 
So we wondered if we should actually communicate it or do it simply for ourselves, knowing that it was better for the planet, but not wanting the customer to perceive it as something used or inferior. Even though everyone knows that recycled materials are always more expensive than so-called virgin yarns, because they require more energy, more technology, it is more technologically complicated to produce them than new yarns. So that's where it really came from. And later, because we also took other materials from Polish manufacturers, we decided to specialize in materials that are either recycled or made in Poland. We now only buy materials materials that meet at least one of these requirements. The EU strategy also intends to put in place regulatory measures to encourage the sorting, reuse and recycling of products by producers themselves and greater producer responsibility. Such responsibility is epitomized by EFA's production process. Another aspect, a European right to repair should be adopted by the Commission this year. The institution may have drawn inspiration from the French approach. In France, repairers must offer consumers the choice between recycled products and new products. All this is very nice on paper, but how realistic is it in practice? My Euronet Plus colleagues in Poland asked Eva for her take on the scale of the challenge. She explained that every gesture counts. It seems to me that every small step helps us to produce in a more sustainable way and pay more attention to the whole process. I think the best method is that of taking small steps and doing as much as we can at the moment. And that's what we do at Body Maps. We believe that if we are able to do something in a more planet-friendly way, we can use paper, packaging, we can use recycled fabrics or woven fabrics that are created locally, so that we also reduce the carbon footprint of transporting them, well then, we should do this. Right now, we are not able to create any products in a completely sustainable way, because this would actually amount to not making anything at all. And it is very difficult to catch all the elements that make up the whole process. It's very difficult to be aware of every little button where it comes from and who made it. So we just try to do the best we can. We try to talk about what we do and do the right thing for ourselves, our planet and our clients. In Germany, too, more and more startups are running with the idea of reusing products. Sarah Friemat works for Revive, a second-hand furniture shop in Cologne. What is her experience? Nachhaltigkeit rückt doch immer mehr, ja, in immer mehr Bereichen wirklich in den Fokus. Das sieht man auch jetzt nicht nur an Kleidung. From what we see, secondhand products are valued more and more. Sustainability has become a criteria for consumers in all kinds of fields. You can see this not only with fashion, but with car sharing, for example. So now not everyone needs to own a car or call a cab to get from A to B. I would say that fashion is the industry boosting the most secondhand stores. 
costs. The food industry is another good example, as more people have started asking where their food actually comes from. People do care. Many of our consumers aren't particularly looking to save money, but still shop sustainably. People's mindsets are slowly shifting and it is becoming increasingly fashionable to have an awareness of one's own environmental footprint. Whether that awareness is grown fast enough, we can't say, but the EU, under pressure from MEPs, is certainly doing its best to help push it in the right direction. So, what the future of consumerism? The past, that's for sure. Have a great week, and whether you're wearing a second-hand item or sitting on one, do it with pride. Next up on Euronet Plus Green Deal podcast is food waste, so stay tuned.